What up? Yo. What's happening, y'all? How's everybody doing today? How y'all feel out there? (laughs) (laughs) As y'all can tell, Detroit Mail back in full effect. Back up in this piece. It's your boy, Walker Mar. Episode 94, I-O-W Sports, y'all. Right, 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 right. Hope everybody's having a fantastic Monday. Get that first day of the week, work first day of the work week out the way. So hope nobody got on your nerves too bad. You ain't had to punch a motherfucker, kick too a motherfucker. Late. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Uh no. Anyway, let's get all the pretty many shit out of the way. Um, y'all going over to the website, wonder 19 <laughs> Dot com. That is a website where you get all the information and every last social media platform that we are associated with right, here right. at IOW Network. Um, if you're feeling real charitable, go on, go ahead and drop some more coins and that old Patreon help uh, Detroit Mail and myself offset some of these expenses of what it takes to build a media conglomerate. Yeah, what he said. That's what y'all can do over there at the Patreon. Most importantly, y'all can go cop some merch. You get you an IOW bird. Ah, get you some of that. <laughs> I often wonder podcast merch, and of course, we got the Jay Edwin collection. You go ahead and get them uh, t shirt lines, them t shirts is mad comfortable, baby. Yeah, it right, is right. Um, most importantly, y'all going over to the uh, your, your respective app stores, um, uh, you know, the Google Play Store, uh, the Apple Store, and go get you the IOW network app. Scroll on the bottom of your screen, it's available and every last app store is dope a lot of content a lot of great music go hey, get it say that. shout out to uh our people over in germany we got a lot of listeners in germany over oh, oh for real yeah man shout out to germany to the, the sausage capital pause right pause <laughs> <laughs> i like sausage but i don't i don't i don't Not like, like sausage yeah <laughs> right. come, come i don't on. like sausage in my blood <laughs> <laughs> Put some hot sauce on my burrito, <laughs> baby. Anyway, uh, I see we, we we are about to cut up, and of course, our favorite white guy Nick Shine has joined us today. Of well, course, only white yeah. guy I know. Oh, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I made the quota. That's it. You made the quota. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be token. Right, next to my mailman, you know. He said next <laughs> to my mailman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hey, I, I, I learned so new. I didn't know white folks had diabetes. I met him. Yo, I was not ready for that. <laughs> My last name is Shine, bro. I'm a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I can't. Moment of silence, Mel, because once oh, again, Detroit. Oh, yeah, well, you know. So, <laughs> They die of bad death every week, man. <laughs> I feel bad, bro. I feel bad. You got to be like, don't even keep the game close. Lose by 20 points. Right. <laughs> Give you hope, and as soon as that hope comes, they snatch it away from you. Every every Sunday. Oh, that's tough, man. Like, I, I legitimately, I know I'm making a joke of it, man, but that's some tough shit to watch the last couple weeks. Hey, hey, it brought your man Dan Campbell to tears, bro. He cried. He cried. to tears, too. <laughs> uh, nah, nah. Male's tears dried up about forty-four years ago, bro. <laughs> forty-four years ago, them shit dried up a long time ago. <laughs> Last time he shed a tear was when Barry retired. After that, right. <laughs> I'm like I'm through with them anyway. 
But no. they got the, then the Red Wings to act like they want to be like the Lions. They ain't even won a game yet in preseason. I might not be the white guy on the show if you're the one talking hockey, bro. You might be <laughs> the best than white guy. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, the crazy thing, bro, we both love hockey, Nick. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I like, I I'm, like hockey, too. I'm the only soul brother on the show. Now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start talking U.S. Open tennis, I'm out. <laughs> 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 I watched that too. <laughs> uh, I watched tennis when uh, Serena's playing. <laughs> that's not tennis. That's hey, not. It's not. I'm watching it for the tennis. You you right. watch it for the, the for cat suit for the cat suit. <laughs> and Naomi too, man. Shoot, I it's, Naomi. It's Halloween when when Serena goes and plays tennis. <laughs> hey, hey, you better be careful uh, um, with that. Um, What's my name? John Gruden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I might take your comment the wrong way. <laughs> Someone will dig this podcast up 10 years from now and be right. like, what this motherfucker? What, what, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got to admit, this is crazy. And and I, I know we're starting to show off in just a weird tangent. That's that's how we do. That's how we operate right. here. Whatever. But why are they why are they really going in on this man for something that was 10 years ago and and i i get some people are going to get offended by it me i'm not i'm not offended by it it was a bad choice of words of course it was bad choice of words well here's my thing and and so when i heard it i will admit i have mixed opinion about it you know because yeah some things can be said in a general, like, you know, we all, we, all three of us on here, we joke a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we say a few things that can be taken out of context. Like I said, what Nick said earlier. Oh, there's a I lot of shit Nick, that can be I, taken I out of context. But I knew what Nick meant. You know of what course. I'm saying? But somebody would take that and say, oh, he's saying. He's know, saying this, he's saying that. He's saying yeah. she ugly or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so I kind of thought about that. Then at the same time, John Gruden is old enough to know there's certain things you just don't say yeah. referring to. You can take Jewish people. Certain things you want to say, you know, when someone's a Jew, you want to say, oh, well, he looked like he's stingy or he looked like, you know, that that could be taken the wrong way. So, you know, if you say something about a black person, big lips, you just know that's something you don't say. And, 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 and that, then his explanation on top of that. I hear you. Was, his apology, whatever you want to call it, was even worse. And, and I get it. And that's where I agree with you at, man. He knows he knows better. He knows right. that was a bad... But but here's my thing with the media, they only took a just literally a small s like a small piece of mm. his whole thing of his whole rant that he was going on about. He was pretty much ranting about the whole power ups of the NFL, NFL PA commissioner. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I, I, I took all that in consideration. But here's my thing. I got you. And I'm gonna use this as an example. You in a you in a relationship, you know, and your girl white, mm -hmm. right? So, no matter how mad she get at you, she's not going to call you a nigga. Yeah, she not. All right? So, my thing is, if she comes out and say that, that was already in her heart. I got you. That's already something she has been, that's in her mind, in her vocabulary, something she's going to say. So, 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 suppress hatred. Right. So, my thing with John Gruden, when you get mad, you know, because I said that out of anger, it still was in you. I got you. 
So That's why fair. would you why would you go to that? That's my thing is if I get this he's an educated man, you call him a dumb big lip person. Two tropes that's always used towards black people. I got you. In a I negative sense. I won't so argue that. that. I won't, I won't, I won't argue that. Right. That's 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 why I said that's bad choice of words. Mm-hmm. I, I, then, I think all three of us can agree that was let, 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 horrific let, let, bad let choice of words. Word. So then my thing is, yeah, it was 2010, 2011, whatever it was. So when it comes up, you just own it, yeah, apologize, move on. They'll say, Oh, I remember saying that and that's a that's the part I had a problem with. Yeah, you know it, you said it. Because my it, thing is, you know you say what you say. Right. You know what I'm saying. Ago, I might have said some stuff that was crazy. You know, I'm not. But once you hear it, you be like, years ago. I know I probably said. And so I, I could give you that. <laughs> right, right. I, I probably did say that. You know? <laughs> oh, just <laughs> wait ten years down the line from when we pull right, up we all these stuff, on like, this hey, shit. Did I say that for real? And I'm gonna be like, "Yep, you sure did." Now, for the Sean. Comments that the strong <laughs> comments <laughs> million women, these guys are about it. <laughs> right? Right, you know what I'm saying? So, you, it, it, you I, I will admit, we we all age and we all mature as we age. Well, no, let me let me rephrase you should. Some of us, yeah, <laughs> you know, do mature as we age. And some things I might have said 10 years ago, it don't reflect who I am now. I, you know, what I'm saying because I've grown. So I so about my, my point and going back to my original point that we get to move on is that you own it and you move on. Don't give no sorry explanation. That makes it worse. Yeah. I got I got two things on this. Go um, ahead, Nick. Obviously, I can't come from it from an angle that you guys mm. take, you know. But here's my thing with it. Ten years, if you have a fucking backbone. You expose that shit the minute you see that email. Right. What? There you go. Ten years to to grow a spine. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm taking the approach of you send me something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna expose you point blank immediately. Right. I'm not gonna wait ten years. Like, what happened? Now you're like, oh, now I have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, like that. That's that's. That's my obviously. I, I agree with everything you said about mm-hmm. and it's wrong. I'm just right. taking, I'm I'm not going to add to that because I can't say it as 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 heartfelt or eloquently as you guys can. Right, right, right. But my issue is number one, why did it take you ten years to have a problem with it? Mm-hmm. That I'm looking at like that person, like yo, you should have right. said the day that email was sent, like yo, look at this, look what I right. have. Right. And number two, it was probably Urban Meyer because we needed. <laughs> <laughs> You get the heat off of him. <laughs> that boy needs some heat off of him. Needed the distraction. <laughs> <laughs> More important than my libido. Yeah, you got a good point, Derek. And why are they even going through everybody's emails now? I don't know. You know, why? It's an attack everybody's society that we live in, man. Everyone <laughs> trying to attack everyone to feel better about themselves. If you go digging. You gonna find something, period. So why even why go digging for something? You gonna find if you go dig, you gonna find something. Period. You can find something on me if you go digging deep enough. Right. You ain't gotta dig deep for me. 
You probably got our text from the last two right. days. Okay, I'm going to say the same thing. Check your hour ago. It's like, hey, I know I should have said that. Hey, hell, get, give a, give a, get us going for now a good 10 minutes and you'll probably right. drop a little nugget that's <laughs> But it, when it's, it's locker room talk, right? When you're texting with your boys and you're having yeah. time, you know there's no maliciousness between anything we all mm-hmm. say. Right, right. You know who your boys are, who you joke with. Right. Locker right. Room, the thing that brings football locker rooms together is the thing that keeps that it separates them all. Mm-hmm. Like you look to each other and unite through your differences mm-hmm. and you them out. Sure, some of them might right. be racial stereotypes, mm-hmm. they might height, length, whatever right. the fuck you're right. Be. right. But you know that's your boy. And then right. when you're that locker room, you know, I could say this to him and he knows it's okay. Now and you take Riley Cooper's the first name to pop into my head, right? Mm-hmm. His shit was not within the confines of a locker room. His right. shit was pure hatred and maliciousness. Right. Mm-hmm. Into somebody with common sense, the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're in a locker room environment, you can say shit, everyone will laugh. And then you know damn well in that same locker room environment. Now, now, I, I, I got to add this. To, to this Nick because you you are hundred percent correct, but hey, those but those parameters have been spoken about as in like hey Thanks, hey bro hey we don't go that far on those jokes right. and and you come yeah. to that understanding of yeah. where that line that, is yeah so I, I, I definitely want to add that to your comment Nick but that's that's the key right. thing you say that Lamar because like we can all we can sit here and laugh and joke and some things when we off the air we might we ain't gonna say on the air. And say say Nick and say something, and it's something I'm like, right, Nick, that kind of, you know, that's 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 um, that's that's not I'm not with that. Whatever I decided to say at the time, and then we just move on. But I don't take I don't hold that against Nick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, I think that's I think that's the key I, thing is. I, I, we got EP as the example. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like straight up, you the resident white guy. That's why. Because <laughs> literally, as, as men, you have that conversation. Yeah, you, you yeah. just do. It's yeah. Is it's to it's 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 a point where it's like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I we both have that respect thing in common, you know, this is the things that you know it when it comes about. And and it's it's not like it's outwardly talked about, it's like it usually nine times out of ten is in a situation that you just come upon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we we get the joke in and uh, you know, uh somebody may say something a little bit too far. Hey, bro. Whoa, whoa! Reel it back right. in just a little right. bit. Those boundaries are set. Right. Go ahead, go ahead. We all know when somebody goes too far. Like say right. Mel something to me, like "Yo, your jets suck," and I reply "F you," and I drop an n bomb. Like, right. all right, no, what the fuck is that? You know, what right, I mean? right. Like, you no, know when we see something that that it's not a part of the flow of of a joking, friendly conversation. Right, right, right. That blatantly crosses a mm-hmm. cultural, you know, racist remark. Like we, right. we know. Right. And and I, I got to emphasize, it goes both ways of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 we all can say some, because, uh, you know, uh, just a shameless plug, we had an Eye Off the Wonder podcast, uh, Are You Racist? So, it, oh, and, and when you have a definition of what racist is, just any kind of stereotypes fits under that umbrella. Who, who can outright here say that they never use a stereotype? <laughs> but, think, but think about it from this standpoint. Yeah. When you look at comedians, 
a lot of their material are based on stereotypes. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes somebody to present an angle right. that isn't racist. Something. Right. This is something I say all the time. Mm-hmm. Something can have a racial topic without being a racist comment. Right. And people, as soon as they hear racial, racial. they yeah. immediately equate it to racist. Right. And it's not always like that. And that's what right. comedians tiptoe that fine line. They do. Racial discussion mm-hmm. without being a racist discussion. Right. And, 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 most, and most comedians, for the most part, you know, they mostly talk with about themselves. Like a black comedian use racial stereotypes about black people and white, so forth and so forth, for the most part. And I think that you can talk about, for me, I can talk about anything, any subject, right? And no matter who you are, if you're a friend of mine, we can openly have a discussion. And going back to what you said, Nick, and part of what you said to Lamar, it's like, you know those lines not to cross. Yeah. You know, uh, and just because we have an open discussion, we outright say the N-word, outright, if I called you a honky, whatever, you know, we know the, the words. If I outright call you those words, it's like, okay, well, why are we going there? There's no need to go there. Yeah. Uh, we can have an open discussion about race and not call each other, you know, um, use racial um, epithets. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't have to do that. So my thing is like it goes back to the I'm tying it back full circle with John Gruden. You know, or you should know at the age he is, some things you should not say. Period. He, he should and he put it in the email. He put it in the email. That's a, that's a record. That's, that's that's my biggest point. That's a record. Right here. Why would you put it in the email? Here, I don't care how rich you are. Here was my thing. Why would you ever put locker room talk on paper or anything right. that can be tracked? Right. I mean, because we say, no, no, we men, we talk about sexual stuff a lot in the locker room. I wouldn't put that in the email. Never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why would I put that in the email? I ain't about to urban mind myself, right? Boy. Somebody, come back, right. Somebody <laughs> come back and I surface. So, I mean, I just think that's just, that's that was, that was stupid on his part. But anyway, it's not even. Go ahead. Go ahead. If he said it in person. It's still, you don't fucking go there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cross that line, right? No, you you hundred percent right, and 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 uh, I'm I'm curious to see how how the the ramifications come out from this from ten years ago. But how um, do you discipline him? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Well, I don't here's know. My thing. He didn't uh, work for. He won. He was. He was working for uh, ESPN. ESPN at the time. So I mean, go ahead. Fucking team didn't play for him yesterday, and they lost to the shitty ass Bears. So there's rounds. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I right. during the game, it was like seventeen to three, and I was like, "This is done." Popped into my head, yo, your team ain't playing for you this week. They're not mm-hmm. playing, right? The domino effect to shit like that, right? And and right. It, it was it was a distraction. It was yeah, a it, distraction. It was. It was. It's, Attention to detail and focus are the two biggest parts of the NFL week, right? As oh, yeah. Pre- mm-hmm. Attention to the minor details. and You have shit in your head. Listen, it, it's I'm not saying anything people don't know. The league is majority African-American, right? Right. You're not going to tell me that there's not discussions on the side and the locker mm-hmm. room of, yo, you believe this motherfucker said shit like that? Right. not paying attention to detail. You're not right. focusing. You're going mm-hmm. again. Yeah, you're yeah. not questioning the leadership of your leader. Mm-hmm. And you think about you think about you out there, you out there, and you trying to read the defense, 
and your mind is on that. You're not paying attention to certain little small things. Oh, the line, I mean, the receiver going in motion, that's going to be this play. Or we need to call this this particular coverage package for that. You know, you you missing that because your your mind is somewhere is else. On somewhere else on that on what happened. And so then they run a play, the safety doesn't doesn't come in, and then the receiver beats them. He's out of position. He's out of position. And, and now it's a touchdown. <laughs> because, you, because you focus on something else. Was this the part of practice paying attention? Right. And we were talking about this shit. Right. I, I, I'm not a professional comedian, but I, I have a unique way of tying things together. Instead <laughs> of defense, you worried about reading the email your coach sent 10 years ago. Right. You know, your, your mind ain't where it should be. And right. I think showed on the field because the Raiders are a much better team than the Bears. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there is domino effects to, to doing something like this. And now you take it even one step further. Our ownership, our, our management, ain't do a fucking thing about this guy saying shit like this. What do you do, Nick? What do turn you the, do? Just turn the other cheek. You'd be like, oh, we're paying him too much. He, he's, I mean, you got you to gotta have a backbone. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Nick. I don't disagree with you saying. Now, let's take it to, a, let's take it to the business standpoint first. You ownership, right? And this happens. So you know you're getting pressure. Everywhere. From, you're getting pressure from the media. You're getting pressure from the fans. You're getting pressure even probably from in, within the organization to do something. Yeah. Then, but you're looking at, well, if I fire him, I still have to pay him X amount of dollars for that contract. That's almost like rewarding him in, in a way. Yeah. We're doing he do. So you're like in the catch-22 situation. If, but if you don't do nothing... It like you complicit with what he said. So I think it's it's a tough decision. Well, uh, I mean, hold on, hold, standpoint. hold on for your answer to that, Nick. But I, I will say this. Mark Davis did already drop this statement. He already said that the organization didn't agree with yeah, his. I saw his I, but and, and we talked about the Davis family in general on the show. Yeah, we yeah, talking yeah. about Al Davis, who who broke many of, uh you know, first for right. when it comes to minorities in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Right. He he was uh, the spearhead of integration, right. spearhead in the NFL. Mm -hmm. But and Mark pretty much mirrors that same sentiments. I so, agree with you. I agree with you. So with that organization, I I agree with you, man. That puts them in a real business conundrum. But I I kind of want to go back to what Nick was saying mm -hmm. of the players losing focus, not playing for them. They were they weren't playing for them, and they were. I was looking on that game on on the Directv app, and they were not playing for him. Derek hey, Carr. Hey, look, Directv not paying you. You ain't got to say that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but uh, um, Derek Carr ended up getting uh, missed a couple of plays because he ended up getting banged up. His office alignment ain't focused. Right. Defense uh, missing tackles, missing plays. Right. And you could take it a step further. If that performance continues, mm -hmm. you have to, at the end of the season, have to have that conversation with all this that has happened throughout the whole season. We came out 3-0, and and then all of a sudden we, we just tailspin. Players ain't playing for the coach. You have to have that conversation if it's worth keeping him on the staff. You have to. I still I, say, what do you do? Go ahead, Nick. I think by just putting out a generic press release from mm -hmm. owner, you're almost saying you're okay with it. There's no repercussion. 
Like, don't wait for the league. Like, uh, one of the things when you were talking popped into my head was Sean Payton getting the suspension by the league mm. for the county game, right? Right. The league did that. Mm. Didn't do that. It shouldn't take you to get to a league level. Uh, you you should have come out and said, you know what? Uh, based off of the history of my father, Al mm. Davis, and what he's done, right? Uh, with Art Shell being the first black head coach right. and other firsts in for right. African Americans in the in front office and other things, I can't stand by and not take action against this comment. Right. Coach Gruden will be suspended with no contact from the team for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Tell your players, hey, this shit matters to me. It matters to my dad. It matters to me. And it matters. You matter to us. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to just hope it goes away and hope that another news story comes out and, and suppresses this. It's it, We're going to have a backbone as an organization. And you know what that does? Mm-hmm. That sends a sign to the league of that's an owner I want to go play for. Right. That's a place that I want to be because mm-hmm. I know damn well it's not just win, baby. It's win the right way, baby. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I think isn't getting talked about at all. Right. Um, the logic and you know shit is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, male. Mel said it's possible the players were distracted, but a spectacular uh what I say? Oh, as a um as a, a spectator. Spe- a spectator of the sport, I can care less what the email said. We're making a big deal out of something small and Randy Moss embarrass himself on television, on TV rather. Um, I, 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 I don't I, know I, about that. I, I, I didn't I, I didn't see Randy Moss's uh um, I saw it. Um comment so i i can't speak on that i saw but. i saw what he said and here's my thing it either summarize it for me. so basically he just kind of said he was like you know as an african-american player he'd been in the league for playing for 14 years and he he said this kind of goes back to his come to him coming up in uh west virginia some of the things he went through this kind of remind you know kind of triggered some of those things for him and saying the league should do something organization should do something Blah blah blah. So here's I'm, my thing. I'm with Nick. The organization should do something. They here's should, my thing. They should be speak. the ones to make the punishment. I want to speak to what Mel said, but go ahead, Nick. If you do it now, you're caving into public outcry. It wasn't legitimate. It wasn't from the heart. It wasn't the right thing to do. It's now to silence the critics, and it holds less merit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. The, the, the outcries, instead of having the backbone and saying, "Hey, you know what." Fuck this. This was wrong. I don't care what it costs us on the field. Mm. I would rather have my, my merit and my credibility than than to just give in to people's demands. So, is, so Nick, are, are you saying it should have been immediate? I think something should have been done before the game. You let them go out and coach a game on Sunday? Like Now if you do it, it's just to silence the critics, right? Okay. That's fair. Okay. Like not, not from the heart now. Like it's not your initial human reaction or response to do it now. You agree? I agree. I want. I want to speak to what Mel said. <laughs> he said he was. A- <laughs> and here's my thing. Now, I, now you know, you, you know, <laughs> you know, my background is like counseling mental health, and so I would say this: you don't know what can trigger somebody 
you know, to feel a certain way. And then Randy Moss felt like he went through some things in his life that were, you know, quote unquote racist or he's, hey, his, wait, he, hold on. he, he was said, in West he Virginia. Said, he, <laughs> he said, he said that I want, I want to think what he said. Something about, I don't know. He said violate his civil rights or has something affected something to that degree. This could have been a trigger for that. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? And that could be why he reacted that way. Now, even more into what Mel said, yeah, I agree. But I agree with this about everybody. Where was these same people at or outrage at doing the Kaepernick thing when, when the lines were drawn? I agree with that, Mel. But to your first comment, though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he embarrassed himself because you don't know what could trigger somebody. We all, like, two people can be in the same household and experience the same trauma. And then it affect one person one way and another person another way. So, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to go out and say he embarrassed himself and so he, he overreacted because we don't know what that might trigger based on the stuff he went through. 100%. Yeah. You're 100% right. You see it when uh, there was something I saw not too long ago on the internet and really made you think. It was, I grew up with an alcoholic father. So mm -hmm. I'm, because it's all I know. Mm -hmm. And then, other kid who grew up in the same house and says, I'm never gonna drink because I right. saw was living with an alcoholic and it's right. all I right. so it's you're hundred percent right where you can live in two separate or two situations can be identical, but how you are built and how you respond are completely right. and I, I can't knock Randy Moss if listen, you rearrange the letters in West Virginia, it probably comes out to we're racist. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> West Virginia, that's, that's what you think. <laughs> But you know, it's you can't knock somebody for 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 giving a life story and an experience that they went right. through. So right. I can't agree with if that's what he did. I can't agree with that he embarrassed himself for that. Well, I, okay, I go with that one. Um, what Mel said, he said, uh, "Okay, you're right, but he embarrassed me." I'll say that. Okay, <laughs> I can go with that. <laughs> I roll with that. A different take, okay. <laughs> I roll with that. I mean, because yeah, I mean, I can understand it from that point of view too. Because you know, uh, here's the thing: a lot of us, and I said I can't say all because you know we as black people we not a monolith, but a lot of us sometimes because of the the things that we go through and went through in this country, we connect with a lot of other black people. So when we see certain things happen to our fellow black person, we really connect with that because either A, it's something that we either experience or someone like our dad or our cousin experienced that same thing. And so we are closely connected to those things that happen. So uh, even with Mel saying it embarrassed him, I understand because we, we live vicariously through each other because of the traumas that we've been through. Okay. So I can understand that. All right, but we getting philosophical. Let's get into some sports. Yeah, we yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you know, male, male old philosopher over there. And so yeah, let's get to this uh, uh, week five. Yeah, we are week week man, five. That's, that, let me tell you something. Sunday boy was like a disappointment for me. Man, I don't even. I'm like, what is going on? Come on, man. I don't even like, want to talk about it. I'm like, I feel like conspiracy brother over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like. <laughs> No, but uh, let's kick it off with uh, Rams and Seahawks. A uh, great game that kicked yeah, off week five on Thursday. Um, but my question is to you, fellas. Uh, I, I know the Rams get the victory 26-17, but Seahawks 
did more than lose that game. They lost their captain <laughs> for at least the next uh, foreseeable, probably what three, three to six weeks. Yeah, Geno Smith didn't do bad though. But uh, can he can he repeat it? That's the thing. Well, that that is the thing. But he didn't. I, I was surprised. I thought he was gonna look horrible. He didn't look bad. Um, it came out on that first drive. Would they go ninety-eight yards? Yeah, I something like so. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Rams were kind of in prevent, right? They're like, all mm-hmm. right, let's give them stuff underneath. Let's keep the cock running. There's not enough time for right. them to, you know, what, what they're gonna do. And uh, Jamal and Gino, and I think I sent this to you guys, but I'll say it for the listeners. Jamal and Gino are about to help the Jets get better now more than they did than when they were the Jets. Because Gino and Jamal, Jamal can't cover anybody, man. Right. And no. had a big play. This dude's trotting around. <laughs> uh, I can't wait because I've been calling a 5-12 and 12 season for Seattle. <laughs> and they had Russell Wilson. I don't think they were good enough. Mm. That. I'm fucking very excited about where this number one. Is. <laughs> the oh, the, the Jets! Jets fans are, are are like in full rejoice right now because they're just looking at it. They'd be like, "Please, just keep losing, keep losing." <laughs> we can build a massive offensive line. We could take Evan Neal from Alabama, and maybe we can get Kenyon Green or the center uh, Lindenbaum at nine. Mm-hmm. And he can build the best line in football very quickly. So oh, yeah. Nick's oh, yeah. over here draft ready, yo. No, you already in draft <laughs> mode already. <laughs> oh, October. I, I agree with you, Mel, in your comment. I agree with you on that. But go ahead. It's I'm a Jet fan. It's mid-October. I'm I'm <laughs> you already ready for next year. <laughs> it's the best time to start watching the college play. <laughs> oh, so hey, watch hey, the I, potential. All right. So hey, I I I'm kind of all over the place. So excuse me, fellas. I, I know you just kind of brought up college and it kind of triggered me we got to talk about bama going down i'm not surprised I'll here's my thing here, here, go ahead nick several first round players they got spiller the running back mm-hmm. first round pick he'll probably be right. the first taken off the board they got jalen weiermeyer the tight end who's mm-hmm. top tight end in the draft they got kenyon green offensive right. probably going to be the first guard taken mm-hmm. but bumped him to tackle because they lost their other four linemen last year. Mm-hmm. That team is loaded with talent. Right. Alabama's level of, of first-round talent, you know, Alabama throws six or seven in there every damn year. Right. But that team is not to be slept on. That that team was a good Jimbo team. Fisher recruits damn good. Oh, yeah. People's, people will, will – they one thing you can't knock on him, he did it at Florida State. Um, I mean, I got a national championship. Mm-hmm. He he's doing it at A and M. He him uh, right now uh, probably Dabo might be the only coaches that might sneak a win out of saving every now and then. That's about it. My thing with Alabama is this, and I said it when I saw them almost lose to Florida. Um, I forgot to play somebody else, and it was kind of close. I said, someone's going to get them this year. I mean, I thought it was going to be Georgia. And I thought maybe Ole Miss had a chance. You talking about nah, Bama? Talking about Bama. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, nah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but, but, but Bama, end up, they end up slamming Ole Miss out, man. Yeah, I'm saying, but I'm saying, but I, I knew when I saw that close game with Florida, I said, somebody's going to get them this year. I mean, initially I thought it would probably be in a SE, uh, 
SEC championship. Thank you. I can't get out. SEC championship. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in with Georgia. But then, you know, I figured somebody would get them along the way. Now, here's the thing. They still got a chance because they have five. The Big Ten is going, is going to cannibalize each other. Beat up on each other. You look, you got Iowa too. Um, I think, um, yeah. huh? Alabama's gonna lose again. They're not beating Georgia. I'm saying, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. But boy, that's gonna be a hell of a damn game, game, boy. Look, look, at, look at the standings. Look at the standings. Alabama's at five. They don't play Georgia prior to the end of the year. By that time, you might have Michigan lose. Ohio State may lose again. Um, because you know they got to play. Both of them got to play Penn State. Uh, I think Michigan got to play Iowa and Michigan State and and Penn State. So they may lose more than one game, possibly. So they're yeah, gonna fall. They're gonna fall the top ten. That's gonna move Alabama up. Yeah, but Alabama is sitting just fine at five. Because I'm, I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying. But, but my point is, yeah. where they're sitting at. And the teams that's ahead of them, they and even the teams that's below fine. them. So, so say okay. Let's put let's put it in perspective. Yeah, but they, but but man, they mm. gotta win the SEC championship. They got I don't to. think so. But listen, listen, listen to me, listen to me. They don't have to. But I'm gonna tell you why. If if Michigan lose two games, Michigan State lose another game. Who else? Iowa lose. Who you gonna put over Alabama? Even if they lose to Georgia. That's under them. You gonna put Coastal Carolina? No, no, hold on. Oklahoma. Yeah, but man, 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 you cannot put a two-loss Bama team into the playoffs. You cannot do that. But I'm saying, okay, who you gonna put over them? That's left. I I don't care. You're not putting Iowa in over them, even if Iowa loses a game. If by the time that SEC championship happens, if everything goes the way it should, right. Georgia, Alabama, number one and two in the country come the SEC championship. Right. That's a game that's 2017 and Georgia kicks a field goal to win with six seconds left. You're putting a two-loss Alabama team into the play. Who are you going to put over, Mar- Lamar? Alabama, look who, look who Alabama, left. If that defense goes off mm-hmm. and Georgia wins 30-6, to six, now Maybe. you have not to put Maybe. them. Maybe, yeah. Who play neck and neck as number one and two in the country? You know the draw Alabama gets. You're not fucking putting Iowa in there over Alabama because you know. No, I, no, if Iowa wins out, they'll make the champ. They'll make the playoffs because you, know, you still got four teams. I'm assuming everybody else. Okay. Has a okay. Ohio okay. I got you. Have a loss. Right. So Iowa State will probably get in as a two mm-hmm. or three because okay. I, I don't think anyone's gonna beat them. Uh, now Iowa, if they run the table. You're probably looking at Penn State, Iowa, Georgia, and Alabama. With the eye test, I think those are the best four teams in the country right now. I can go with that. Even if that. Lost, we know Alabama's Alabama. Right. And if you look at who's under them, you, can, you, can't, you can't justify Oklahoma. Yeah. You can't justify Coastal Carolina. Michigan's going to have multiple losses. Michigan's Michigan going to have, yeah. Gonna have multiple losses. Right. have to play one another. Right. So, I mean, Alabama with two losses can still get in. Yeah, because everybody that's under them, I can't oh. see you justify putting them up there. So, so I'm, I'm, Go I'm, go, I'm going. I'm, go ahead, Nick. Say, it's I how hear you. play against Georgia. Right. Close game. They show, hey, we're on this level. You know damn well they're going to come in as the four, even right. with losses. They'll be the fourth team. Which okay. Game? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming right here, mm-hmm. Georgia goes undefeated. Okay. 
But this is this is my point to why I think that Alabama needs to win this SEC championship if they go against uh, Georgia, because I can see. Uh, okay, Iowa, they'll get that one loss. I, you're right. I agree with you right there. I couldn't put them over a two-loss Bama, but that would make Ohio State the Big Ten. So I would put them in as a two seed. Uh, Cincinnati, I don't, I don't believe that'll happen undefeated. But what if they do go undefeated? You leave him there at three. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Like if you're they gonna undefeated, have... you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave Cincinnati in there. If they go undefeated, leave Cincinnati in there. So that's three teams. Right. So who are oh. the rest of the teams? Who is fourth best than Alabama? I would if Oklahoma goes Oklahoma, undefeated. Oklahoma, Oklahoma has to go undefeated. Oklahoma looks horrible this year. Yeah, but I, but hear me out. If they go undefeated, win Big Twelve championship. All right, you, you got to put them in there. But do you do you look at strength of schedule for that too? But who they, who, un, who who do they I, beat that's worth even talking about? And I I get that point. But if you go undefeated, win your win your conference championship, and mm. there's a two loss team that didn't win their conference championship, you can't put them over them. Correct. You can't that 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 would that would make no sense to this whole playoff thing in general. Then you would have to expand it. But can I can I I can argue Coastal Carolina if they go undefeated? Yeah, but they that you asking a lot to go undefeated to go over to a two loss team, Bama, Coastal Carolina, Oklahoma. I I, I, I would give them that more strength of schedule. I would I would I would argue I would argue that Cincinnati is a good team, but at the same time. Who does Cincinnati play? They're in the American Conference. So stronger you, you know. than what? Stronger than what Alabama played and lost to. Yeah. Well, well right now their only strength uh, or their their good victory is over Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. That's it. And Notre Dame is not not as good as they pre- no. was predicted to be this year. No, they'll probably have. They almost lost. Loss. It. They almost lost Saturday. No, they'll they'll probably get another loss. They probably get another loss. Oh, yeah. Extremely overrated. This is why for years I've been saying. College football, stop the fucking preseason rankings. Oh, yeah. Teams play September. This will also give us better games because now teams will be trying, instead of paying $650,000 to go beat a shitty school 70 to nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> September. Right. And then let the rankings come out the first Sunday in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. You'll get such better games in September. You won't have these cupcake blowouts. Mm-hmm. You'll- Big teams taking on one another. You'll have more Oregon's uh, Oregon against Ohio State games. Right. Have more marquee games. Mm. Want to pad their schedules instead right. of buffing them up with cupcakes. You know. Right. I like that idea. I like it's, that. Let me ask you this, Nick. I thought of it. I put this. I, I posed this question, to Lamar. Um, we was talking before. What do you do with teams like Coastal Carolina? I know I call it the Boise State effect because Boise is like, you know, yeah. for 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 three or four years straight, Boise was going undefeated, taking on everybody the big kept, dogs, and everybody kept saying, "Hey, they ain't playing nobody." They finally played Oklahoma, beat Oklahoma, and they still wasn't getting that recognition or respect they should get. So now here come Coastal Carolina, look like they're on that same pathway. How how do you deal with teams like that to go undefeated? It's not. Not their fault they don't play uh, nobody in the SEC or they don't play nobody in the Big Ten or the Pac-10. Yeah. Well, there's you know. a reason when they did this committee 
they called it the power six, right? Right. They look down on the other conferences. Right. They're, they're not going to put a team in there like that because it's all about this, right? Right. Well, I'm saying, but how do you, Carolina, you Coastal Carolina, how do you solve that? You got to bump out. You got to bump up. Mm. You got to, you got to just, you got to get into the power conference. If, let's be real. What's the fucking point of smashing these cupcakes? Right. You, the big boys, go play with the big boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, your conference and go move into a power six. Go into the ACC. You're right there in ACC country. Yeah, you are. Mm. I agree. Uh, I I agree to, with that point, but if they were to make that move now, they would get smashed in the ACC. Probably. Now, but, now, uh, if, if they're repeating, if they're repeating this same path, like they were good last year, they're good this year. If they're good, like another, you know, a couple of more years, they got to think about it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and speaking to what you said, Nick, when you get into the ACC, now you're getting more coverage. More people can see you. That's a recruiting. Absolutely. Tool for you. You say, hey, look, you see us. We doing this. We you know you can you can speak to your last couple of years. We we're undefeated. Now we in this bigger conference. Yeah. You know more people be able to see you, and you can get more people to come over to your school, and you can build a powerhouse. I was about to say earlier. Look at mm-hmm. uh, and the pool of Poong is better too. Look at <laughs> and Northwestern, right? North Rutgers right. are in the Big Ten. Right. I mean, I know Rutgers got their doors blown off by Ohio State, mm-hmm. but they played with Michigan. Right. Last they year, they overtime with Michigan. Right. Year, I mean, they lost 28-13 to Michigan State. But years ago, when Rutgers first got in, those were 60 to 10 games. Right. Now, they're closing the gap. Mm-hmm. You got Shiano. You got a credible coach. Right. Um, I've always said, if you get the kids from New Jersey to stay in New Jersey, you could have mm-hmm. a national powerhouse every year. Right. Oh, he's starting to get some kids, a lot of four-star recruits. I think they're the number 10 class. Mm-hmm. So Coastal Carolina could do it. it, it it's not going to happen overnight. You know, right. it's not gonna be, you're not going to make the switch, which is usually three, four years out anyway mm-hmm. um, with, with these contracts, with, with right. which, again, all about this. All about that. Uh, but if, if you really want to say, hey, we want to go be that big school, we want to compete mm-hmm. on that level, you got to bite the bullet, take a few shitty years, and then get yourself some credibility, and then I start agree. to go up the pecking order. I agree. It, it, it's funny you say that because I see the same dynamic going on in the SEC a little bit. Um, you know, some of those same schools that uh, you know Bama's been beating up on, and and LSU was dominating. Now you see LSU kind of starting to fall from grace in the SEC. Sure, Kentucky um, undefeated. Yeah, Kentucky's getting better. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you you're not uh, gonna gonna just you know dog walk everybody in the SEC like that no more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, uh, so to to the uh, original point of, of Bama, you know, losing that game. Uh, you know, I was watching the game, and I and you can just feel it. You you felt it. You like, oh, Bama wasn't. They didn't get up for this because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they felt like, oh, all we got to do is just show up, you know, right. A&M unranked, you know, they, they, you know, they thought they was good, but you know, we mighty, we mighty crimson tide. We rolled tide, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's the same, <laughs> it's the same thing. 
I swear they I swear they walked into that stadium with some we roll tied swagger. Like we but just gotta show up. I say it's the same thing like year, years ago, Northwestern, Indiana, those used to be like, okay, that's a that's a win right there for the big ten schools. They used to be like, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna win. And Purdue. now yeah. Well Purdue was kind of like that nah, 500 nah, team. Nah. Pur- Purdue ain't been good since damn Drew Brees. Don't do that. No, I'm not saying they've been good, but they haven't, they was they not on a Indiana and Northwestern and level. And, and that's a whole almost 20 year NFL <laughs> career. That shows you how I'm long saying, it's been. I don't think Purdue was on that Northwestern Indiana level. Not right now. About, you know what I'm saying? But now Northwestern been coming up a little bit. Indiana's been coming up. And, and speaking to like what Nick said about Rutgers, same thing. You know, Rutgers even getting better. And I think like when you get into these bigger conferences, Years ago, I ain't, I couldn't name nobody on record because I didn't hardly see him. You know, that's, you know, people in the Northeast have seen him. Well, because they was in the Big East, they was in a different. Yeah, nope, I didn't really see him. So now they're in the Big Ten. I see them more. I, I, I know, I know who the players are. You recognize them. That helps recruiting. Yeah, yeah. You know, that helps people in Jersey. They can recruit now and throughout the Midwest because Fine. people people see them now. Sorry, I didn't. I thought you were. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, playing a couple games on ABC and having that Big Ten contract with ABC. Right. Right. Just playing on the WWOR, which is like a local Channel Nine for the Big East. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time you really get a, got a good Big East game is if you had Syracuse on ESPN Two. Right. You know? There was times right. where playing and it wasn't even televised locally here. For those who don't know, I'm 15 minutes from there. There mm-hmm. was times it wasn't even on here. Mm. Or it was on a channel that like you you didn't have like you you had to stand on your roof with like rabbit ears. <laughs> but you know there was a lot of times where you'd be like, oh, let's watch the Rutgers game. Like I can't find it. Right now, you know, Big Ten Network or Channel Seven. Like, that's where they're going to be. Right, and I think that I think that helps. So going you know speaking going back to the um, Coastal Carolina thing, ACC may be their best bet. I think if y'all, hey, look, if y'all out there listening, look at me. Y'all out there listening, ACC, that's where I need to go. What's up, Ken? Hey, uh, hey, what's up, Stone? Hey, hey, imagine, uh, imagine Coastal Carolina getting the upset win over Clemson. That would boost the hell out of that program. Oh, yeah. Even they it, beat them now. I mean, even they beat them now. Hey, when, it'll, still, Clemson, it'll, it'll still be a big deal, but I'm, I'm mean, saying, Clemson, I'm saying, man, I think it'd be a big do. deal. It'd be a big down that they beat Clemson the way they are now. That's the still funny, be... the funny thing is Clemson's still gonna win the ACC. <laughs> yeah. At a two loss team, bro. Wake Forest might beat them. Stop. Don't do that. Wake Don't Forest that. might beat them, man. Don't do that. Wake Forest is liable to lose to Duke or Miami or North Carolina. Don't do that. Man, <laughs> Wake Forest may run the table, man. They liable to lose a Boston College. They d- don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't Mark say my words. They gonna run don't the table. Don't say Wake Forest. Wake Forest gonna, gonna win the table. No, <laughs> they gonna run the table. Mark my words. I'm telling you. Boy, man. you funnier than Dave Chappelle right now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't do that. They might try to cancel me. <laughs> no, nah, trust me. You don't need Dave Chappelle's help to get canceled. You, you, you good enough to do that on your own, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Boston College can. Boston College is good enough to damn take Wake Forest. Talking about Wake Forest running the tables. 
All right. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit this in um, November. That's cool. We'll, I'll be glad to, if you are so right, I will eat the biggest <laughs> pie of humble pie and crow. I'll be glad they'll do that. But look, that ain't happening. But look, Georgia? Georgia look good, man. Georgia, I mean, Georgia defense. Hey, you know you're a badass team when some people just say Georgia and they walk away. That defense look <laughs> incredible, bro. Georgia? So Saturday, <laughs> my son is an Alabama fan. Uh-huh. We were watching the games on Saturday, and uh, Auburn went down and got a field goal. Early. He's like, oh, you about to lose? Because I, I, I don't have a college team mm-hmm. I have that I don't like, and I have teams like, like Georgia I, I've never rooted against, so I'll root right. for them. I don't like the Alabama. I don't like the big, the big mm-hmm. school. So we're talking trash back and forth, and I'm looking at him. I was like, "Bro, yeah, it, it's three nothing." Talk to me in about 15 minutes. Went <laughs> 17 to three, dead on. I'm like, "Oh, this game could be 38 to 6 I'm like, "That's <laughs> Auburn got a field goal," but that that team is serious, man. That, oh, yeah. that the offense took a little bit to get going, but yeah, remember. Auburn's not a pushover. They're number eighteen in the country. Oh yeah, and Georgia made that look like, like, uh, like Rutgers against them, bro. All four defensive linemen on Georgia is about to get the first round. Oh yeah, that whole second too. That whole second. I don't know if they're seniors, but that whole secondary will end up. And they had Stokes in the secondary going round one last year. That defense, man, look, you have to be playing on a a out of this world, like extraterrestrial, um, out of body type of game as a whole team to beat Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I, I look, I know this. Um, whenever uh Florida plays Georgia. Y'all Florida fans is, is is about to be in y'all feelings for real. Reality check coming real soon. Oh, oh re- reality check? No, that's the end of their season. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it, that's two losses. Y'all is done. Y'all not okay. even sniffing the playoffs. They'll be humbled very quickly against Georgia's defense, man. They will humble you and shut you up. Hey, I think Iowa defense look good. Yeah, but that ain't Georgia defense. Dog. I, oh, I mean, nobody's Georgia defense. But I think Iowa, I think Iowa's defense. Hey, Iowa and good. Penn State's defense was playing pretty well for majority of that game. Iowa, I don't think I worry about Iowa's their offense. They yeah, really, if, if they could put they enough really, points, right? Like none of those big Ohio State can explode on offense because they're right. just fucking ridiculous. Right, Olav and Wilson and, and mm-hmm. the rest of the guys. But you look at Iowa. Iowa's going to win a game like they won the other night. Right. They got to play good defense, ball control, maybe hit a couple plays. They're not they're, – Iowa's never going to put 70 up, right, unless they're right. playing a, a, a powder puff in, in September. Mm-hmm. I got to say this about Iowa. I've always seen the highlights, and I've never actually watched the Iowa game as it mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. How fucking cool is that wave that they do to the children's hospital? Okay. That, that was <laughs> – they showed the kids in mm. the hospital windows who were sick and and have no hair. Yo, it it was like who's cutting onions in here, like type. Of <laughs> <laughs> hey, chicken skin for real. Man. 
that shit hit the heart. That was that was. Oh, I, I think they do it like at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even the Penn State players were were waving to them too. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I I can't remember for sure when they started that tradition, but I know that it, I love it when the uh, visiting teams get involved doing to it too. It's pretty dope. <laughs> Yeah, so, it was um, a really, really cool moment to watch. Like, I, I don't get to see Iowa football very often, but now that they're up there, you, you, we'll see more of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're definitely going to see more of them. <laughs> that was a really cool thing to see live. Always, always like the root for Iowa. It's like certain teams I root for, you know, outside of Michigan. Um, you know, Iowa, I always was a Georgia fan because, you know, shoot, Herschel Walker. Well, I got drunk on Iowa's campus, so you know I was Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I always like all the teams out of Big Ten. I would root for Iowa, so I couldn't. I can't root for the green and white or Ohio State. It just it make your blood boil. Georgia, huh? Never had anything against right? Georgia one of the teams I never had nothing against. It was like process of elimination. I can't right. do that. That one, I don't do Florida with the swine. I nah. can't. You know, Ole Miss and those out west, I really don't care about. I'm like, all right, Georgia's the one. Right. I, I like, I always like Georgia. I was like Georgia swag. You know, it's not about Georgia. I just liked always. He said, fuck Rudy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I never like, you know, I like, never like Notre Dame anyway. No. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. But hey, but they 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 helmet fresh as a as a motherfucker. I, 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 like I love that, the that, I love that, the golden that, dome, bro. That mug is nice. I get it. Hey, I remember back in the day where it was so shiny, but and then um the Notre Dame boys didn't know how to hit, and then uh they used to run into Miami and you see them clank and all that damn golden glitter just come flying off for it. <laughs> then Miami Hurricanes used to put it on nah, them. I wish, that's who I wish would I wish to come back to. It. We'll come back to where they used to be. Yeah, Catholics versus the convicts, boy. <laughs> That's one of the best 30 for 30s on there. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah. And the U, they got two versions of this shit. That shit was fly, too. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I I need Florida State and Miami get back to their glory yeah. days. It's good. Take- it's good for the game. It's good for, it's good for college football. football. You damn it right. It is. Man, that Florida State Miami rivalry used to be a lot bass. Yeah. You know, now like would come. I mean, I used to like if I had to work that day, I'd be like, um, I'm not coming in. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> What's Stephanie say? She said I used to love uh Notre Dame before they entered the ACC. They're not on that, they're not on the coast. Right. I, I, that that was that was that was a money move, Steph. Um that was Notre Dame. Um, joining basketball that was COVID. That was COVID because they had to join that because they wouldn't have had a schedule. You were only playing a conference schedule last oh, year. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, yes, right. No, 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 but no, no, but they've been ACC for basketball for a while, though. Yeah, that's why. But they were still independent up until COVID mm-hmm. for the football. Like, hey, can we come in? But that I think the ACC said to them, yes, but I think it had to be. <laughs> He said it been waxed as the bus left. <laughs> hey, hey, sincere. Hey, Gator boy. Hey, Gator. <laughs> hey, boy, you you oh my god, you better not watch that Gator get just mauled by them bulldogs. Georgia got they got a mop, y'all. Don't watch that game, sincere. Don't watch it. <laughs> hey, 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 Nick. Not only is he a Jaguars Tim Tebow fan, 
he's a Gators fan too. <laughs> he about to be he about to be sad by the end of November, bro. <laughs> when it comes to football. <laughs> but you know your team ain't that great when you have more convicted murderers on that team than you do national championships. <laughs> Ooh. Hernandez. <laughs> Uh, that boy, hey, 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 you didn't know back in the day when you'd be like, boy, I kill you. He'd be like, no, nah, I kill you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Catholics first convicts was also a Florida practice back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dude, 35 to 35. <laughs> now, nah, shout out Sincere King, uh, uh, part of the Black Owned podcast. Uh, Y'all definitely check him out. Uh, he is also. Uh, <laughs> Nick looked like he's still from corner stores. <laughs> Only bubble gum, bro. Only bubble gum. <laughs> no, shout out Sincere King. Uh, <laughs> Sincere looks like he films Urban Meyer in bars. <laughs> oh, I got blackmail. I'm at, the, I'm, at the, I'm at the come up. I'm at to sell this to the to inquire <laughs> to the tabloids. Uh, it was you. You leaked it, didn't you, Sensei? How much, how much was the check, dog? How much was the check? Reminding a lap dance. Hey, oh, oh, oh. Urban over here getting getting a little Becky twerking in his lap. <laughs> and that ain't here. Why? Urban <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm getting it in. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But no, uh, for, for all your logistic needs, y'all go holler at Sincere King. And right, right. Empire Logistics LLC. Um, I always shout you out every time I see your ugly face pop up in the comments. Um, and then of course he's one half of the Black Owned Podcast. Y'all check him out every Thursday. Of course, uh, right. Kenneth was in here too. Y'all check out the uh, Dirty Hills Podcast if you're in the wrestling. Dirty Hills. Dirty Hills. Um, you can catch him on the ILW Network app, or it'd be Saturday, twelve p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or you could link up with them on their YouTube page as right. well. Go uh, go ahead and uh. Drop a, a a comment, like, share, do all that. Oh, Peaches coming back so like, soon. That's like, what's we, up. Like, hey, look, we miss Peaches, boy. Yeah, but late Lady V dope too. Oh I, yeah, she, I, yeah, she is. She is. I, I mess with Lady V. Yeah. Um, do us a favor, y'all. Y'all go to our YouTube page. Um, hit the subscribe button. Um, hit the notification bell. Uh, definitely share, spread the word. Uh, we we love all the love and support, but we can only grow this product with you guys's help. So right, right. make sure you guys do that. Um, so, oh, let's get back into NFL talk. So we talked about Russell Wilson. Uh, here's my question. Are the Seattle Seahawks done? Is it is it is it done? They were yeah, done. With, they were done with Wilson. They weren't winning that game with Wilson. They're not beating the Cardinals. Uh, I know they beat the Niners the week before, but I don't. They're undersized. They can't tackle. They can't rush the passer. They can't block. They have no run game. Like, you need Wilson to be miraculous every week and not to – I'm not talking shit, but you look at Mahomes right now. Mm -hmm. Mahomes is all world, and he looks mediocre. Wilson can't be miraculous every week. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll say this. In oh, this go, ahead, go ahead, There's too much talent in this league. To rely on a guy to make ridiculous plays week after week, when that shit, you're like, all right, enough with the flash. Where's the substance? Right. You look at Seattle, where's the substance? Their line is weak. They can't mm -hmm. get 
quarterback. They can't cover on the back end. So it's yeah, I, I and I'm leaving the jet thing out of it mm-hmm. <laughs> because obviously we know how <laughs> about this team stacking L's. Right. But I'm also realistic. If if they were playing like the Buffalo Bills, I wouldn't be talking shit about them because mm-hmm. it's incredible, right? Like you got to keep your credibility when you talk about sports. Right. I, Seattle. I see them one and five in that division. They got their one already against San Francisco the week before. Right. Now. Shit's gonna get bad. It's gonna get real. Oh, ugly. Get bad. People like Adams who are me, me, me. Let's mm-hmm. celebrate when other people make plays. Right. Shit ain't going right. Oh, you gave that fucking bag of shit seventy-five million dollars to not fucking <laughs> hit the quarterback and to avoid tackles in the run game and stand there and then get fucking pancake. I I think uh, if I see it, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Mm-hmm. They made Beto Gronk on Instagram made a video with um like benny hill music of jamal adams trying to play defense the other day like how the fuck do you pay this guy that money he's never been able to do anything except blitz in a scheme mm. yeah. I, i'll say this and I, I i i totally agree with your take at least with russell wilson they had a chance now they have no, no chance because chance. all the points you said and I got Geno Smith. <laughs> so they have absolutely no chance now. So it was good for a drive or two, right? Yeah, like yeah. So I mean, if, here's the thing: head arm, it's here mm-hmm. with you. right. Good, they'll go down this field, they'll get a touchdown, mm-hmm. maybe ten seven. Then it's going to be a bad decision. It's going to be a pick six. Right. Move the ball well. Once you get the book on Geno, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Now the guy hadn't played for a few years, right? Since he was with the Giants, right. So they came out that opening drive. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what he does. Second drive, all right, we got it. We're going to sit in zone. He'll make a fucking mistake. I know the mm-hmm. guy tried, but there were still two defenders there waiting to take that ball. On, right. on that. He's he's not a starting NFL quarterback, and, and we'll see that clearly in the next few weeks. Right. If they hire Sierra as coach, they might have it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is Get out of here, no bro. <laughs> he said no running no game. Running. In Go ahead. No, no running game, and their only threats are deep. TB12 made a living with those underneath and corner routes. Yeah. No running back, no line, no tight end, and no game-changing slot receiver. Yeah, see, uh, look, Seattle is is starting to um starting to look like a team that had their their window of 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 Super Bowl opportunities and it's closing. It's closing fast. And, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of alluded to it before on other shows. Um, if I'm Russell Wilson, you know, maybe this is my last year in Seattle. Um, I mean, you you see what, what Tom Brady, and, and I hate to use this every time, but you see your organization that is willing to do whatever it takes to um, extend your career by yeah. surrounding you. Around you know uh, a great talent, and you don't have to do it all. Tom Brady doesn't have to do it all, right? But he, here's the issue I have with that, though, Lamar. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but look at life from this standpoint. You have to fact, factor Pete Carroll into that. And the reason why I say that he's 70 years old. I don't think he has the heart for a rebuild. So if you if you trade Russell Wilson, you're looking at a rebuild. Oh, you tear it down. You tear so, it all down. Right. right, so then is Pete Carroll gonna gonna be your coach for that? No, who's gonna be your coach? You, you know, what hey, saying? Look, you're looking look, at a whole. Well, different... What did Nick just say? 
total rebuild. Right. You, you, you. Because the general manager traded away two first round picks for a fucking safety. Right. Who, you know what I mean? Like right. the good player Seattle drafted was Metcalf. Mm -hmm. who, they haven't hit in the draft. They mm -hmm. haven't valued draft picks. They're trading them away left and right to try to keep that window open. Right. But it is, it is. Time, you're closing it on yourself, <clears throat> not rebuilding with youth. It's, it's, it, bingo, right there. It's because they're not hitting in, in the draft and they keep trading away draft picks and they end up having to pay these people and then you make yourself cap-stricken. Yep. And so it, mm -hmm. if I'm Russell Wilson, you can't provide me with what I need that's going to be beneficial for both of us. Right. If you give me what I need, I can have what I need personally. I can extend my career. I don't have mm -hmm. to take on all the load. I got the players that can do the work and share the load with me. Right. And then it helps you. It makes it beneficial for you because you get the better product. The team overall is strong and not just on the live or die by Russell Wilson. That's been it. it and I get Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. And this is, you know, we'll get into the Chiefs later. It's, it's starting to creep into that same syndrome in Kansas City. Right. You can't I, I, rely on just a all-world talent at quarterback position. You have to have build the to. team. Mm -hmm. that's and I the, agree with you. I agree with you. That's the substance. Right. You can have the quarterback, but you got to have the substance. And right. I, I, prediction right now. Here's Russell, the thing. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, um, Nick. Russell Wilson to the New York Giants for Daniel Jones and those two number one picks, the Giants' number one pick, which will be probably top six, and the Chicago Bears' number pick, uh, number one pick, because the Bears, the Giants have that from the Justin Fields trade. Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones, two number ones, and then like a three to Seattle for Russell Wilson. And now Russell and his wife get to hit the New York market, where you know, it'll help her career as well. That's the prediction right there. Ooh. I like that. I like that. Let I me ask like you that. this. If he goes to New York, is Joe Judge still there? I think that's up to Russ. And I'll be honestly, I'll be honest about that. If you're making that trade for Russ, you talk to Russ and say, Are you okay with this guy coaching or do you want to go a different direction? Because now you got Garrett as your offensive coordinator. Russ not, might not like Jason Garrett. I yeah, think but I like Jason Garrett as an old coordinator, though. Yeah, I just don't like him as a head coach. Oh no, not at a whole head coach. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, okay, Russell, I, I like what you said. And that's a good thing, but I, for Seattle as an organization, you're gonna probably get a new head coach. You gonna look like the Lions. Great point, Sincere. You going well, yeah, it is a good point. You look like the Lions of the Northeast, the Northwest, I mean. Cause you're gonna be sorry. Everybody gonna be rooting for the Kraken more than rooting for the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> y'all gonna y'all gonna be sorry. The, and the Krakens don't start their season till this week. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what did you call me? No, the Kraken. Seattle Kraken. Oh, Kraken, not Kraken. Crack <laughs> hey, chill out on them ERs, bro. <laughs> Yo, chill out hey, on them hard ERs, ten, bro. Somebody yeah. pull this up 10 years from now. <laughs> yeah, chill out, bro. Come on, man. See, I told you it wouldn't take long. Just get the going and you get yourself. You, you didn't need Chappelle's help. At all, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think that 
Great Seattle, point. I love that point. Yeah, Seattle. I love that point. And Seattle's going to be in bad shape for a while. For a while. But they need, I think they, that's, I think that's the best move for them. If you hold on to Russ until he gets old and like Sincere said, and have no, no longer have any kind of trade value, it's going to take even longer for you to rebuild versus trade them now, get your draft picks. And there's, start building. there's no way you're going to get nowhere close to the value in three years. You right. move him, you move him now. now. Move him now. You, you have to move him now. Right. And it's a good time because look at the teams that have multiple picks. Uh, the Jets have Seattle's pick, obviously. They're not mm-hmm. trading. They're not. Jet, Jets, Jacksonville, uh, Lions. No, no. Multiple number ones. The Jets. Oh, have okay. Here. The Giants have two. You can see them moving on from Daniel Jones. Philly has multiple picks. I don't know if they make that deal. I, I think they like. I think they I, like. I think they like, like Jalen Hurts. But if you look at teams, like Philly, still got too many issues. Miami and the Giants, to me, like because now you, you got to think about eliminating Watson. Right? You might get a bidding war between Miami and mm-hmm. the, and now that can that can get big. You know, if, if they finally decide they're going to move, well, here, here's you, now you brought up a good point here, Nick. Go ahead. What do you do if Watson get cleared this year and next year he's up for um, up for eligibility to play, and you got Russell and Watson available for trade? Oh no, no, Miami's going straight to Sean Watson. <laughs> you know, I I think if Wilson, it's known that Wilson is available. I think you go for Wilson first because of the baggage you have with Watson. I think mm-hmm. he becomes, I think he becomes the runner up. But if Wilson's available, mm-hmm. no character issues, right? You, you, of course, you go that route. Model citizen. <laughs> yeah, well, we thought we thought right. Deshaun Watson was <laughs> until until this. <laughs> I'm saying, you know what saying? both available at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, I, I think Wilson is the one you go for and he's he's the prize mm-hmm. and now watson and listen if we're talking talent and age and there's no off the field shit watson's right. clear-cut guy but right brings him down below wilson it, hey, wilson I get, might be getting reach arounds too we just don't know <laughs> hey, hey i i don't if it's coming from uh his wife that'd be no, a phenomenal that, reach around right, and, and, you know he got what well, he got at the house i don't even no, see no. what's the point of even going straying what, what you straying for <laughs> hey, man. hey hey i, I know I, i've seen guys do it i like to have an after dinner mint after my dessert <laughs> 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 hey, but hold on, but, but, hey, hey, I I like what you're saying, Nick. If you're saying you know there's no issues uh, with Deshaun and and he's all clear to go. Of course, he's the clear cut. I my thing is is if you trade for Wilson, you're probably going to give up some ones and and some twos. Yeah. It, but I I don't what 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 maybe four five years left in Russ. When when I, I can get a good 10, 11, 12 from Deshaun, I, I would I me personally, I, I would go for Deshaun. What I, what, 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 what you say, Nick? There in 10 years. You don't know he might be blackballed from the league. That's fair. You don't know what the criminal or the criminal aspect of this is gonna be, where they may, yo, you gotta go play in a fucking XFL, bro. You're out, you're done. I, 
I don't know, man. I, I, I it's, it, it's, 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 you don't know what's gonna happen. So that's, that's the, I guess that is one of the things. Hey, talent always is job security. Well, we, I mean, he still has to clear, and I think that's the thing people are waiting on. No, 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 that. no. But, but that's what I'm saying. These, these 22 civil suits now, go now, away. If he clears, if he come, if, if it goes away by next year, which I doubt, but I say if it does, I'm taking Deshaun Watson. And but but but, yeah. but to Nick's but to Nick's point, the criminal part still is a, is is a thing you have to worry about. The criminal part you have to worry about. All right, I know that. Go ahead. What you saying, Nick? It's a no brainer. If Watson doesn't have this stuff going on, it is a no brainer. You go for Watson because you could have Watson for fifteen years. Right. Especially quarterbacks take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Russ, you could still have Russ for eight years. Like there's, there's signs. Russ, you get Russell line, and he's not. You know, you get him a good run game, you get him a line, you extend his career, you, you build everything about extending the length of the career of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. If you Giants, you got Tony, you got a Galladay, you got some nice weapons, mm-hmm. some finished product. But I think they go from a, a four-win team to like maybe nine or ten. With right, that's right. And right. now that's a guy people want to play with, right? Now you're gonna you're gonna get free agents, players that choose your choose to play with you. Oh, let's talk about this. Is Tua a starting NFL QB at this point? I don't think he ever was coming out of the draft. Man. I didn't either. I didn't think I was, he I wasn't sold to it. And now he's going to get that label as injury prone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's inevitable now, you know. And who want after he leaves Miami, because he's going to, he's probably, it's inevitable he's going to, he's leaving Miami. I think, who wants him? Well, here's my thing. Hey, you talking about organization? After they drafted, there was already questions about him last year, right? And in his rookie season, right? And his sophomore season, there's still questions. And now that he's hurt, it still leaves the question mark still out there. So, what do you cut him? No, or do you try to trade him? Package him. You send him off. You got to Yeah, I'm well, with what, Nick. Though? I mean, who wants him? Unless you're gonna send him a, a package him as a backup. If if it's Miami, no. If it's Miami, I don't care who wants him. If, if whatever role they do it, I just need something back for him. What I'm saying, okay. <laughs> I guess I guess my thing is this: I wouldn't give a I wouldn't give a no my players for him because I think we have a good nucleus. So then you're looking at picks, right? Oh well, that's what I'm saying. I'll trade him to another team, get a quarterback in exchange, and we can swap picks. Whatever, cool. But I mean, I because with Miami, you see what they have, and the only problem is you have a backup in Jacoby Brissett who's not capable of being that leader for that team. So now the offense is dead. Right. And now the defense is gonna have a long ass season because they're gonna be on the field mm-hmm. pretty much the whole damn season. Right. And then they're gonna be get tired and worn out. And so mm-hmm. they're gonna have to be in and trying to you know, stop a, an opposing team every week and hopefully that your offense is capable of giving you 17 points. I agree. So Miami is is already in a situation where they probably looked at the fact that, like, damn, Justin Herbert is looking damn good and, and powder blue, and he was sitting right there on the board talking about buyer's remorse. Right. Enjoy that shit. So <laughs> whoever dropped the ball on that should be fired. Um, let's go ahead and, 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 you know, get that out the way. But now you put yourself in 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 that area where do you go ahead and get a high price value veteran who can probably you know be easy to 
to plug into what you already had built and you're in a better situation. I think that's your or, best bet, Miami. I, I, I think Miami's best bet, high price veteran, and look for look for a gym in a draft. I I know this is because, crazy. But yeah, it probably is coming from you, but go ahead. <laughs> Very subtle, but I, I like that. We just sneak that in. <laughs> no, but check this out. And and I is is I know it's because I'm I, you know, uh, I might be high too, but Kirk Cousins wouldn't be that bad in Miami. But why would Minnesota get rid of Kirk Cousins? First of all, Minnesota got it. They got to they got to get to the playoffs, or they're gonna have to blow that team up, or, or they're gonna have to move on from Kirk because okay. it's not, because they keep hitting uh, the ceiling. As much, okay, here's my thing. Um, she said no sound here. She can't hear. You can't hear anything, Stephanie. Uh. Taysom Hill, what do you say? Taysom nah, Hill. No, don't do that, Sincere. Nope. Taysom Hill needs that to be in the... That is a bad word to Lamar. He needs to be in the CFL. He needs to be in the TFL. <laughs> don't do that. Sincere, call him what you really call him. Tim Tebow Jr. He's Thank like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that a million times. Right, he's, he, no, Sincere says he can hear us. Here, so. get Googly. Oh, okay. I was looking at Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom Hill is literally just a slight upgrade of Tim Tebow. I I I do not understand the point of why New Orleans is still holding on to him. I don't know. He's a gadget player. They gave him a four-year, hundred forty million dollar deal the day Drew Brees retired. He yeah he, he would have blew up like stunk up the joint and got <laughs> and got booed yeah. up out of there. I've blown. Taysom Hill is basura caliente. Basura caliente. That is hot garbage. If you're Miami, man, you, you uh, got thank you, Juan. You're in on if you're in on Deshaun Watson, like you gotta go all in for, for Russell Wilson. If you're Miami, you got a defense. You know, you you haven't had a quarterback. Like it Tua to me is Josh Rosen. <laughs> no problem, Stephanie. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ironically, <laughs> Rosen goes to Miami. They draft Tua. He gets cut. Josh Rosen's out of the league. Tua right. to out of the league in a year. Oh yeah. Wow. I, I see that. And I think he's. I think he's out of the league, man. I don't see an NFL passer. It's not a racial thing. It's a lefty thing. It's because he's fucking lefty, and I never trust those motherfuckers. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm, I'm left-handed. <laughs> I don't, I half the time, I don't trust your ad neither. <laughs> See, I don't trust you either. <laughs> so I steal from me. I was watching the Red Zone yesterday in the 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Fox. Why the fuck did I have to stare at Trey Lance's mother and father for like the entire fucking game? That's all I saw. I, I don't. I can't tell you what Trey Lance looks like, but if Trey Lance's mom and dad go missing today, I can sit down with a schedule because <laughs> it's all they showed. Yeah, I know. It was bad. Ah, man, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be um, some growing pains with Trey Lance because he he did miss some some of his misses was just bad. Right. Um. But once he gets it, I think he gonna be all right. He gonna be nice. He gonna be yeah. nice. He gonna, he gonna be all right. Cause there was some throws. I'm like, okay, he there's glimpses, right. and then he, he's able to move. But yep. he's not small. Trey Lance is not small. Oh no, six four, two twenty six. I think they said yesterday. He's yeah. a big boy. He's a big boy. 
I mean, that could have been his mom's stats. Who knows? That's all they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> showed, man. It was unbearable. I felt like I was watching a Major League Baseball playoff game with showing Derek Jeter's family all the time. <laughs> what Alex was going to say? Oh, we taking shots, dog. What? All the rookie QBs except Zach Wilson is going to be at least decent. <laughs> I think Zach Wilson going to be all right. I do too. It, you got right. you to. I'm not going to say sincere made a point, but to sincere's attempted insult, that hook Zach Wilson is the first piece of the puzzle. So you need other pieces to get in before your your play. Like Lance in San Francisco goes into the best situation, so mm-hmm. he looked better first. I agree. Same, same, same with Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Mac Jones is in, in a, a good situation. Mac Jones is in a hell of a situation, a but situation. the Patriots don't look. They had to. They had to fight for that win against Houston. Um, so well, and they're fucking not winning games. You should say I'm being said exactly what's going to be. Stink, stink. Yo, man, I feel bad for Sincere. He's just jealous that he wasn't the one grinding up on Urban Meyer out there. Hey, thanks for worried hey, about Urban's hand was. Hey, hey, but damn it, hey, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they go, they about to go to London next week and might mess around and get a victory over Miami. They always win in London. Man, bro. look, let me tell you something. Urban Meyer gonna be in the UK. With fish and chips and a lap dance. He said at least I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly <Ugly-a-ba. laughs> I feel bad for him. His mother been lying to him all these years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing sincere. Respect you, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, nah, nah. Hey, he's still licking his wounds because them Jaguars is pitiful. So he he can't talk. The Jets gotta win. You said yeah, it. I said it. I was. <laughs> that what my mama said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them Jaguars is looking pitiful, man. Um, they they got the the brakes beat off of them yesterday. Derrick Henry ran all over them. Um, man, this Packers Bengals game. Who nobody wanted to win that game, man. What did we? I, mean, I was pissed off. I was like, come on, man, put them the away. Packers are not NFL players. <laughs> and just go for two. That's it. Get these guys out of the goddamn league. Play real football. <laughs> 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 he, said, he said, Jags make, make me it. angry and I take it out on, on y'all <laughs> funky bastards. <laughs> I respect that. I, I beat it's when the Jets lose. <laughs> but no, no, look, Mason Crosby missed like three field goals and then all of a sudden he goes from Zero to hero get finally gets the game winner. Uh, uh, Bengals kicker he hits the flag, thought he won, was celebrating. And I'm looking at this leg, I'm like, Y'all got one damn job. job, one job. We ain't asking you to tackle, read defense, throw a pass, ain't asking you to run, skip, scop, scally whoop, none of that. We asking you to kick a field, field goal. goal, a Man. field goal. I don't, I don't even know what to make of that, man. I really uh, don't. Get him out of the league, man. You don't need kickers. <laughs> you don't need guys like Zerline from Dallas or it's Crosby, guys who they're afraid to hit somebody deciding NFL games. That's always been something I, I hate. Yeah. I know it's a part of the game, but come on. 
let the men decide the game. <laughs> let the men decide the game. For real, I mean, uh, what else? Uh, uh, Big Ben and the Steelers get back on on the winning side. The picture got bigger. <laughs> I, I had to put the charger in, so I had to turn the phone sideways. <laughs> Um, um, Pittsburgh gets a win over Denver Broncos. So look, both the Denver Broncos and the and uh, Las Vegas Raiders look like they both coming back down to earth a little bit. Huh? Two weeks in a row, two losses. So yeah, they're three and three and zero. The Panthers, the Broncos, and uh, the Raiders were all three and zero, and now they're three and two. Right. Oh, that Panthers loss. I don't know how they were dominating that Philly team throughout the whole game. That defense was killing. And then Sam Darnold, the well, the real Sam Darnold, please stand up. (laughs) Three pick Sam. Where the real Sam Darnold, please stand up. He he went back to his old school jet days and was seeing ghosts and just started all of a sudden just like, oh. He Here's a pick. He was back with the Jets because he was throwing the ball to the guys in green. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny you say that because that's is because all of a sudden, next thing you know, um, Eagles just crawl their ass back into that game, and and sure enough, all you needed was just what do you do at that point? It was all Jalen Hurts to uh, you know in his wheelhouse of being a mobile threat as a quarterback right. at that point you were like shit um you know i just need you to complete a pass here too but uh it's on you Jalen. and you know he, he came through uh, and uh, against a good defense but that defense started to wear down because sam was giving up possessions yeah you know hey, what are the biggest thing we always talk about all three of us talk about on this show and in football, you can't win turning the ball over, losing right. time of possession, and and penalties. You can't win. You and can't also, win. Got to look at this too. Carolina won those first three games, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're in. You played four games. You're into week five. The book starts to come out on you. Mm. And the great ones, even when you know what they're going to do, they find a way to evolve. And, and still beat you in your game plan. Right. But now you see the Carolina blueprint. Granted, I know McCaffrey's out, but Hubbard didn't have a bad game. Now the book's out on the Carolina blueprint. What are you going to do? Do you go back to three interception games, and now do you figure out some shit? And, and as, as coaches, do you evolve the playbook and open it up more where it can get more respectable of an offense and right. not be 17 points every week? So – Speaking of Christian McCarthy, does he get the injury prone tag now? It's two years in a row. Yeah, if you're giving it to Barkley, you got to give it to McCaffrey. Yeah, and that that's a that's a fair statement too. Barkley's Barkley's starting to hit that that um right that plateau <laughs> where where we're seeing him in street clothes more than than in past lately. Yeah, I, see I mean him in commercials, and I see him on an NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the market up here, man. Barkley, now, now, that's, now that's a bad thing. That ain't good for you. <laughs> that is not good for you. Because oh, the number one thing in football, availability is the best ability. So and if you if you're not available, I, I at some point you gotta have the business model. So I pose this question. You Carolina, McCarthy injury prone, running backs, lifetime 
It's very short. Trade him. Do you move on from him now? Now. But who's going to take the contract? Yeah, because he just signed his station a couple of years ago. Those yeah. contracts, Elliot, um, McCaffrey, they're getting these fucking contracts. Nobody wants that shit because, like you said, running backs are injury prone. They, the beatings that they take. Right. And let's be real. They're easily replaceable. Why even right. pay fourteen, fifteen million dollars to that a goes, guy? That, 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 you can have three guys in the backfield making six million total. Uh, I about to raise that next question, but since you already addressed it, you know, then why would you why why would you pay court, um, quarterbacks, running backs these big contracts? It's stupid. It doesn't because you you're not going to have a long. Jerry Jones should have never paid Zeke. No, hundred percent. I mean, if, Zeke, if you had to, if they had to move on for Zeke, you still got Pollock. Yeah, and if you don't have Zeke's contract, you, you, you got another player. You got add new player, right? Yeah, right. but the defense they got now, they could have had that five, six years ago had they had they not paid Zeke, and they probably would have had a Super Bowl under their wings had they not paid Zeke. Yeah, you do need two uh, running backs, but you can get you can get two decent running backs, bro, it, for it, the price you paying McCaffrey and um, Bill Be- Bill Belichick has had a stable of running backs his whole twenty years right. in right. New England, and he's a he's always managed to get production out of that position. Right. You don't <laughs> have to pay running backs nowadays. You don't. And, and the to, only two that he's had that have been real bell cows in the beginning was what was it, Antoine Smith, right, and then Corey. Yeah. Dill- Corey Dillon for a little bit. One was a little bit, but when you, you had Kevin Falk as, as the pass catcher, right. at James yep. White as the pass catcher, right. you've had multiple guys with multiple skill sets. Yeah, had Laguerre Blunt for a minute. Pass catcher. Yeah. You know, you you need thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. You know, the Giants had it. They had um, Jacobs and Bradshaw. Right. You, know, you need that guy who goes between the tackles, and then you need the other guy who can catch That's the scat back. back. Block mm-hmm. on third down. You know, can also still run it through the, the tackles a little bit, but that's not your main thumper. Right. You know, you and now like I look at the Jets because that's the team I follow the most. You got Michael Carter, mm-hmm. you got Tevin Coleman, and you got Ty Johnson. You got three. Right. Granted, right. the offensive line needs another piece or two to make them better, but you got three guys that do all different types of shit. And that's right. the way and like, I think that's the best. Track. I I, I think there's a I think there's basket. exceptions to this rule though. There you, are you you pay you pay Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, that's a whole you, different. You, that's you a whole. You don't give him a five-year deal. You, don't give, you yeah. can't give him a five-year deal. But regardless, he's going to reset the market value. Regardless, whether it's a four, three-year deal, anyway, his guaranteed money is going to be ridiculous. But you pay him, dude. He's on pace. I figured this out last night. He's on pace for like four hundred and eighty-two carries. That's not even the catches. He's on pace for four. He's averaging like 28.2 carries a game. Right. And he's not – I know he's a big guy, so he can handle it. But eventually, man, everybody, everybody hits breaks down. The hits. Oh, of course. I mean, and and that's Tennessee. It's the perfect example. And that's Tennessee. He's barely walking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit, Earl Campbell. Hit, yeah, you know you're right. But Tennessee, that's their next conundrum. They they need running back depth. You can't just rely on right. on Derrick Henry. But look at no, Cleveland. That team ain't winning another game if Henry goes down. Right. Now, to <laughs> sincere point, I I agree with you, sincere. But my point is, you you don't have to have a high paid running back. You can get two 
good or too decent running back and still get the job done. So if that one running back goes down, you still have somebody that can kind of pick up that load and keep it going. And so my point was, why give Christian McCaffrey all this money? Now well, they already gone. gave it to him. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying, though. Now he's out. For the second year. For the second year in a row. And you, he got this big contract. You can't really move him. You kind of stuck with him. Exactly. I always bring up the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Terrell Davis was a six-rounder. After right. he was done, Mike Anderson was like undrafted from Navy and came mm-hmm. in. They just traded away Philip Lindsay or let him go. Why? Because right. it was time for a contract. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Keep the keep your offensive lineman up here, and just keep bringing guys who fit your system and in, in the backfield. Draft right. a guy in the third round, ride him for four years. All right, bro, go. We're gonna get somebody else now. You keep the money with your blue chip players, your tap, your left tackles, your edge rushers, your quarterbacks, a top receiver, a top corner. You don't go and give elite money to safeties, Jamal Adams. You don't draft a non-blue-chip player at number two in the draft. Saquon Barkley. I say it all the time. Look at the teams that have drafted running backs in the top ten. Jags mm-hmm. did it with Fournette. Didn't win anything. Panthers mm-hmm. did it with McCaffrey. Didn't win anything. Uh, Elliott, Barkley, they haven't won anything. Years right. ago, Cedric Benson went at number two to the Bears. Right. Uh, Brown went to the Dolphins. These mm-hmm. teams, you, you don't fucking burn a premium pick or a huge contact contract on a non premium position it mm-hmm. fucking handcuffs your team and doesn't make you better in places where you need to be right now that that's a good point you don't pay uh saquon to max you you let him walk mm-hmm. trade him uh, fucking trade, trade him, him. Get no 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 come on hey yeah but come on look, look at look he's already getting hit with the injury bug right the, the tags the on him I, I i can't i you're not going to get adequate value of where you pick them at. You're not going to get adequate value, but you're going to get more than him just walking. One that's man's true. garbage. That's true. That's one true. man's garbage is another man's treasure. Now that's true. That's so true. You got to look at it from that standpoint. Which you may consider a bad fit for your team. Somebody will take a chance that needs running. No, you're back. right. You're, you're right. You're 100 right. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, you I trade. You. you put you put him out there in the market. See what you can get. You'll get something for him. You'll get something for him. You'll get something. Hey, perfect place. Carolina. Team him and McCaffrey up. <laughs> right. Like, instead of being the focal backs, like, fuck fantasy football. I don't ever fucking, people fucking shit their pants over that because they worry <laughs> about fantasy too much. But you're telling me you got Barkley and McCaffrey in a game plan? You're taking your offense to another level. It's about winning games, not stacking right. stats for guys. Uh, well, well it, for it, it, in order for that to happen, Saquon would have to come in on a, a very team-friendly deal, and McCaffrey would have to restructure to a team-friendly deal as well. Because you you already paid McCaffrey. You need to restructure that and, and free up some cash space, and there's no way you pay Saquon. Both are just hamstring popped, not even getting hit. Yeah, right. it just popped. Kick. Yeah, he was doing like a high-step kick to avoid – like to juke the guy. And you saw the hamstring just fucking just shoot pop, up the guy yeah. Like, like that's not getting hit. Getting hit or Barkley stepping on someone's foot, that's a freak fucking incident. Mm-hmm. A fucking guy who's who's as in shape and, and elite of a runner as McCaffrey, and you just do a little move like that and your hamstring shoots up the thigh, that's more worrisome to me than Barkley. Yeah. Because Barkley just was a freak incident stepping on someone. And his right. ankle ballooned up quick. Oh. Quick. Um, game of the day. I didn't see this happening. Chargers 
and the Browns put on a damn show yesterday. Good game. Good game. Oh my God, they put on the damn show. Uh man, uh look. Justin Herbert, boy. Bad man. That's a that's a bad dude. I remember one of you guys laughed at me when I said potential. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. Oh, we never laughed. Trust me. We never laughed. I was just laughing at you. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't disagreeing. Oh oh, no, yeah. We no, we don't disagree with Justin Herbert because uh I've um since he got in the league and and he's he's an AFC West guy. So once I saw him make his debut against the Chiefs last year, I'm like, oh. They got something. They got something there. Oh, they got something. Yeah. Right. Uh, But, hell, them boys put on a hell of a show. 42-47 went down to the wire. Um, I mean, this is what scares me with the Chargers. Um, They automatically have a mismatch with their wide receivers. Uh, uh, Kenan Allen and Mike Williams are two big dudes Mm -hmm. on the outside. And you got to hope that you got at least a 6-1 corner that can match They're up. They're unstoppable there. right now. They oh, are unstoppable. All world as a team. Mm-hmm. They are look unstoppable. Right. And and Darwin James, it, he's finally staying healthy for once. And I don't – and let me – yeah, knock on some wood right now. Because <laughs> any day it could change with him. But – you see the see the the intangibles he brings to that defense. He brings right. a, he brings a nasty swagger to them. He brings a real smash mouth swagger to that defense that they've been missing. And then him and Joey, Joey Bosa okay. still mm-hmm. he's a problem. You can't block him. Worth worth the damn. Um, the only thing that worries me with that defense is you can't run them. You can't run on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is not just Cleveland who. Of course, is a all-world running offensive team, but last week the Chiefs were able to run on the Chargers. So if they shore that up, you're looking at a real team that's a real viable threat to hold the Lombardi at the end of the season if they under keep playing like condition. they are. Only under one condition. They got to get home field because they're not going into Cleveland, Buffalo, or Kansas City in January and moving the ball like they move. They well, they, they, they can match up against Kansas City. They just went to Kansas City, beat them last week. So they, they can match January up. January weather. They're a passing I got team. I got mm-hmm. you. Being a passing team like that, it's almost like the Colts back in the day, right, with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. You need to have that dome. That They're dome. not going into New England and winning in January with that weather, with the way your offense is structured. Right. I agree. I feel Can you. they do it? Yeah. I think, they could, I think they'll be right there in contention for, for home field. But well, the running game bad, is not bad, though. A bad run, they, they no, can be in trouble if they got to go there. No, Eckler's not bad. Eckler's not bad. True. No, I'm not knocking the run game, but their bread and butter is airing it out. Their bread oh, yeah. and butter it is, is it Southern is. California weather, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I we'll we'll talk about the Chiefs and Bills, and then I want to get you your guys's power rankings of, of the top five teams in the NFL. So let's get to these uh to that month you know that that damn monstrosity that the Chiefs put on last night. So um, uh, they get blown out at home. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo uh, goes in and, and literally just kicks down the door. Um, 38-20. Um, just quick takeaways. Um, Buffalo and me and Nick, we talked about it. I wanted to see a Buffalo can do it against a high-powered offense. Mm. They, they've done it. They proved it. Buffalo is for real. And this is a wake-up call for Kansas City Chiefs. 
y'all got to get it together. This living and die by Magic Mahomes shit, it ain't going to cut it no more. The AFC is, is catching up too quickly. I mean, the Chargers are catching up. Buffalo's caught up. Cleveland's catching up. Uh, Baltimore's caught up. Um, that's probably that's, that's that's probably about it in the AFC. I'm, I'm not throwing the Raiders in the in the Broncos. I ain't doing that. <laughs> not not yet. But but these guys, other teams are catching up. Right. This is this isn't. We just gonna and one mixtape this shit and and just blow you out by by two touchdowns. That shit not happening no more because you have too much of a liability on defense. That's going to keep this. a team in the game. Right. I say this, though. I think it's time with the present team they have now for Andy Reid to change a few things on the offense. You know, be a little more conservative and conservative in Mahomes passing. Stop, you know, get him to be more, okay, if I don't have it, either throw it away. Or check down. A, or check down. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to be – Magic Mahomes and trying to find know, trying to trying to run and then throw a ball right across the field or squeeze in between defenders. Just check it down or throw it away and live for another day. Now it's a little difficult because of the defense, but at the same time, because you have a high power offense, you have the ability to maybe the next down to explode. To to a certain degree, male, I agree with you. But here here's where uh, I differ at. Okay, when you have such a liability on defense that's giving up 32, 33, almost thirty five points a game, mm-hmm. you as an offense, you can still score at will. But here's my thing: when you see these defenses, and they're all about it's a copycat league. They're all about to do the same thing. They're all mm-hmm. about to do too high safety. 25 right. yards off the line of scrimmage. They're mm-hmm. not going to let Tyreek get off. They're not. Right. But here's the thing. You can still control the middle with the best tight end in the game. I agree. The middle's still there. I it's agree. it's okay to do the dink and dunk and, and the chunk and have an 11-play, seven-minute, eight-minute eight drive. It's okay as long as it ends in touchdowns because you benefit by keeping your sorry-ass defense on the sideline. The right. longer that sorry-ass defense is on the field, you are liable to lose, and they right. lost three already. And you also keep the uh, the opposing offense on the sideline. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I think I agree with you on that. I, I guess my, my point, too, is if he continues to do the Magic Mahone kind of play tactic, he becomes a liability also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think he needs to find that happy medium. And they better find it quick. Because, you know, if the way the AFC is shaping out, they may be looking up at the Chargers. Well, they're already two games behind. And it, they see them again. And really? Because they lost to them. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. And, and look, you lose to Buffalo. That's going to that's gonna be a tiebreaker you don't have. You already mm-hmm. lost to Baltimore. That's a possible tiebreaker you won't have. Mm-hmm. You know, you're already down in the division. And you know that's a damn tiebreaker that you possibly won't have. Chiefs got to get it in the gear, and they got to get right. it in the gear quick. Because right now they looking like barely a wild card team. Go ahead, Nick. 
it kind of goes to what we said earlier about rookie quarterbacks, right? Like I think I said the other day, rookie quarterbacks like Zach Wilson, for example, mm-hmm. played awful the first three games. Right. And then the fourth game, he played well. All right, but now teams are going to see what you did well, and they're going to take that away from you. How mm-hmm. do you keep evolving? Now, here's the thing for the Chiefs. Collinsworth nailed it dead on last night. Like you said, you're going to play two safeties deep. They're going to eliminate mm-hmm. Hill going downfield. But they're also getting up in Kelsey's face, and they're bumping him on the line. Mm-hmm. You got to evolve your playbook. Because Big the time. first drive of the game, the, the, you, to your point, you were saying – um, stay, keep the defense on. The, they, they ran 16 plays. It was eight runs, eight passes, and they were still only at the 20-yard line. They weren't even, you know, within the 10 yet. Right. So I think Mahomes has to learn, which he really hasn't had to do, right? Get the ball out quicker. Create an offense where it's a short catch and run now because you got all these dogs that can run. Mm-hmm. Stop waiting for the 40, 50-yard pass downfield. Right. Design a scheme where now – it's a quick catch, turn, throw. Get yeah. the ball out of your hand and let all these guys with these with this track speed do, do what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop waiting for the home run, and now everyone's covered underneath because NFL is all about timing, quick release. Look right. at Brady, mm-hmm. right? Brady doesn't run around and 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 wait and 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 try to extend the plays. Catch it, throw it. Devise a system and teach your quarterback how to get rid of the damn ball, and how to get the everything moving. Stop trying to hit an 80-yard home run. Take yeah. it right. when it's there, obviously. But teach this fucking guy how to play quarterback when it's not there. And you're starting to see shit has been so electric for them mm-hmm. and unstoppable for them that now you're starting to see some flaws in Mahomes' game that you haven't seen before. Holds on to the ball too long. It's not quick with his decision-making. Downfield's not open. He, he holds on to it and runs out of bounds. Like he's he, not he, one of his biggest things that's starting to irritate me as a chief fan is he's so quick to escape out of the pocket. When sometimes if you just step up in the pocket, man, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm telling you, it's there. Right. It's exactly. there. The throw is right. there. Just step up in the pocket and let the thing fly. And when it, you're and, running to one side of the field, you're cutting off half the field. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, right. You're, you're limiting your choices. And now you're going to make a bad decision and maybe throw it back across your body and a safety is going to step up and pick one. Mm-hmm. Like hey. he's got to learn how to be a pocket passer. And you're six. seeing him get exposed right now. What do you, what do you got? Six interceptions. Now, I, I will say a couple of them with some some catches that should have been caught. So Correct. I so I, I I'll I'll give him four that, that <laughs> of, of the six that I've seen. I'll give him four on him, but still. But that goes we, to the point I made earlier. Your timing ain't right. Your timing's mm-hmm. off. Your receivers mm-hmm. aren't used to those quick little passes three yards across the middle, so they're tipping it, not expecting the ball to be there. So right. it's a domino effect in in a bad way. Instead of oh they 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 five hundred yards and 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 six touchdown passes today. Because the, the secondaries were inept. All these contenders have been building their secondaries to beat you because they knew that's what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bingo. That right timing's there. Timing's everything. When your timing's off, you look like shit. We saw it in the Super Bowl, right? Right. That was the first game we saw it. That's true. I'm, I'm going to say something real quick, and, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, but since Andy Reid's son, Britt, got into that little uh, – 
uh, situation right before the Super Bowl. He paralyzed a little a little young girl in Kansas City. Um, was drinking. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that, but just Andy Reid himself just hasn't been uh, the Andy Reid offensive genius that I've seen. Is something about him has changed. I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's the situation. You know, I don't want to speculate. But last night, watching the game, where else do you see the head coach, who's a play caller, standing next to the offensive coordinator with the play caller? Like, like, is there not dissension at the top? But there's no rhythm. Like, when you're a play mm-hmm. caller, you got to be in rhythm. You got to know what you want to do. You want to have one play set up the other play. If I'm calling runs, you're calling passes, and it's it, there's not no. It looks like they're out of sync. And I don't know if it starts there, because how many times did the show read and, and be enemy next to each other last night with their big play sheets? Right. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Like, what's up? It might lead back to your point. Maybe his heart ain't in it anymore. Maybe his. I, I don't know. I don't so, want to speak his behalf. So, so, so I, 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 pro- I propose this question: Would it, would it be crazy if the Chiefs don't get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl? Would it be like a almost a perfect time for Andy Reid to step away? I wouldn't be surprised if you Well, I'll say this. If his heart's not in it, then yes. But I don't think if they don't make this, I don't think a Super Bowl and bust for him. Let me say that. Okay. I think he's done enough to prove that he, he, he can be a coach for that team and a coach in the NFL. But if his heart is not in it, then yes, it'd be a time to step away, and maybe if he need to he need to go away from for football for a year or two, you know, and get his mind right because yeah. he's still that issue with his son is not resolved. No, it's not. He's still he's dealing with that too. He had the heart huh? murmur or whatever it was right. the other day. He's right. not healthy, so he's got exactly. every reason to walk. Right, away. you know. And I'm so, t- I, and I'm gonna say this right now: the yeah. enemy would would be the perfect person to just step in and take that yeah. take the reins. Right. He it knows looks like the he's team, him, right? It, it, it like does. He's just grooming him to take over, and that might right. be a conversation behind closed doors. I'm getting near the end. Maybe I got one more year in me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hand over the we, reins to be honest. We're gonna come. We're gonna. Well we're gonna. Happen. We're gonna come back to this show because I got a feeling what we're talking about right now just might be uh, the I, I think is the link of what's missing right now in Kansas City because I because I still can't explain why. Spags is playing Daniel Sorensen, who's missing all the tackles in the world. I don't get why some of his personnel that has speed, which you need on defense, needs speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buffalo just did whatever the hell they wanted last night. It, you know, so to me, it's to me is 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 something um, uh, mentally some bad mojo, not but, you know no. going so right here, in that here, locker. Here's another, here's another thing to add to that too. If Reed steps down. The enemy gets the job. The enemy hires someone else. That might be the piece they need too. A fresh, some fresh ideas, fresh perspective. A different philosophy. Different philosophy. You know, Mm -hmm. even though the enemy was under Reed, he still has some of his own ideas and philosophy. You bring another coordinator in there. Now you have another perspective, and those two tandemly working together. Maybe what Kansas City need to move in. a different direction because maybe the NFL had figured Kansas City out now. Oh no, they figured them out. And now it's time to say, okay, let's switch gears and go this Look, way. 
The NFL figured them out. The to only me, it's thing only, is, it's a, it's a little tweaking. It's like they need to change a lot. Oh no, no, no! I'm with you. They don't. They don't need to change a lot. But the NFL has figured them out. The only reason why you know uh, uh, Kansas City still wins is because you still have a, a quarterback that nobody else has. That's why. So, but you just can't rely on that. But anyway, right. um, um, before That's we get all time, those outrageous plays are flash in the pan type of players. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Mahomes is that. Don't 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 misconstrue me. But old faithful is always the pocket passer. Mm-hmm. It's it stood the test of time, mm-hmm. generation after generation. Look at Brady. Brady doesn't wow anyone with his legs. He doesn't get out of the pocket. He doesn't extend plays. He doesn't. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a pocket passer. He just has the ability to be mobile first. enough. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. He he and just has somebody, enough mobility. Here's the thing: I here's somebody say. for the Chiefs that could really help them. They have all these track stars. Mm-hmm. Now I don't I don't have a lot of faith in this player, but he brings something to the table that they don't have: big physical presence who can catch a slant. Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get that. You got to get a rhythm down. You got to get the ball out of your hands. You got to make those safeties come up, and that's when you burn them and you beat them over the top. And, 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 man, Nick, I was so mad at the TV because I'm thinking like you only had Josh going in for such a limited plays. Like, at least just have him in there. Like his only catch was off of just Mahomes just throwing it up there, oh, and yeah, nobody yeah, could get it off. but Josh and Gordon. It like that could have went to the other receiver behind him because he stepped mm-hmm. in front of that other receiver. Yeah, right. but nobody could have got that but Josh Gordon. That's what yeah. you need, and they had it, and I didn't understand why he didn't use it. But, but that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's time. Yeah, they need to develop as the season goes on. Yeah, right. Oh, trust me. For, I think further down the line, that's going to be a problem for defenses is trying to figure out. How are you yeah. going to cover Josh Gordon and Tyreek and Travis Kelsey? So I'm looking at be- the way Buffalo played Kansas City last night, and it's almost like a batter. Excuse me. It's like a batter in baseball hitting against a shift. Until you fucking learn how to mm-hmm. beat what the defense is doing, they ain't going to change. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so you got to learn a couple quick slants. you got to learn a tight end out. Stop running all these complex downfield patterns because your line ain't blocking for it. Right. And well, it, seven deep every single time now. And they don't have to be tight coverage 40 yards downfield. You could be 10 yards away from a guy. Yeah. The ball's in the air. You got time to get there. Right, right, right. So you got to strike quick and you got to strike fast and you got to make that defense creep up. And that's when you go over the top. You know, like the other fucking 31 teams in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, real quick, fella. Hey, Nick, give me your top five teams right now in the NFL. Oh, what's. Uh, the Jaguar. Are we, are we doing the draft or no, 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 no. <laughs> Top five <laughs> as in good. <laughs> uh, I like Jaguar. Give me, uh, give me Arizona at one because they're undefeated and then they haven't lost yet. Give me Tampa at two. Give me the Chargers at three. Give me Buffalo four. Give me the Rams five. Ooh, over Dallas? Yes, because uh, Dallas hasn't. I know they beat the Chargers in that, in that one game out there, but you're in a weak-ass division, and beating up on the Eagles and the Giants, teams you should beat up on, doesn't really impress me. Okay, fair, <laughs> fair. Detroit Mail, top five Who am teams. I taking out? Who, who would you take out of that five? No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm just asking the questions, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to go Chargers one. Mm. Uh I'm going to put Arizona in there as two because only because a record. I don't think they're as good as their record says. That's just my opinion. 
Um, I'm a toss-up between the Rams and Tampa. I'm going to go Tampa because of Brady. And then the Rams. And then... No, I'm going to go Cleveland. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you've been smoking my shit, Cleveland was my six. Dallas was my seven. Which ain't bad. Cleveland was six and Dallas is seven for me. Hey, I honestly, uh, Cleveland is 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 what almost about, you know, ten <coughs> points away from being five and zero. So, I'm gonna I between Cleveland and Buffalo in that in that that slot. So I'm just going Cleveland as a wild card. No, um, I'm gonna definitely go Arizona one. Um, I'm gonna go Buffalo two, Chargers three. Um. Give me Tampa at four, and then I'm gonna go Dallas at five. Drinking the Kool Aid. I, I'm just saying. Look, look, I, I, I get what you're saying, but uh, Dallas is playing defense to match with that offense, and right now, dude, that when you got when you got both sides going, until Jones and Barkley went out, that game was pretty much even with the Giants. Well, 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 well they didn't let me be honest. Yeah. Up until Jones and, went out. and I, I get what you're saying, but come on, when you play division games, it, it ain't, ain't, ain't a such thing as a gimme in division games. So, I uh, I mean, I, yeah, that's true, but I can't put Dallas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I know the, the last thing we need is all these motherfuckers coming out the world. We the boys. Right. We the boys. We the boys. Yeah, that's the last thing we need on our show. Be, no, you're uh, right. A uh, block, uh, block, in a block. <laughs> you want to nah. be them boys? Be them boys when Daniel Jones is in the game because you're even with him. Uh, that's our show today. Yeah, y'all could be them boys. We looking for men to play this game. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is about to get... Yep, but they, got, uh, they got a team full of kickers. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how you ended by putting a pretty little bow on it. <laughs> everybody, <Right up. laughs> yeah. that is our show. We appreciate everybody tuning in, uh, right. uh, conversating, chopping it up with us. Uh, again, go over to the website www.ifthe1in19.com right. um, for the patrons on there. If you're feeling real charitable, drop something in there, get some merch. Some ILW sports merch, some I Off the Wonder merch, and get you some J Edwin collection tees. Um, definitely download the ILW uh, Network app. Uh, it's in your respective app stores, whether it's in the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. Go get the app. Um, Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> uh, shout out to Steph. We appreciate you. All the love and support. Um, of course, uh, much love to our, our, uh, our great guy that joins in every time, uh, every right, now right. and then. Big Nick, always a pleasure to chop it up with some football with you, my man, and talk sports. I appreciate it. It's oh, of fun. course. Of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Mel, wait to the end to say, ah. <laughs> what do you say? Casey. Yeah. Casey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they shit the bed last night, but it's all right. They, they need to get it together. You know, hey, hey it, it is what it is. But look, uh, God willing, we will be back Thursday, 95, with our uh, week six NFL football pickums. Um, so, look, 
Everybody, y'all tune in Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, we out. Wildcard Martin, Detroit Mail, Big Nick. We signing off. Peace, y'all. Ow! Mm-hmm.